parts there uh, as well. It looks like the wind is going to be picking up in quite a bit of uh, of our area, including in Roanoke, where it's now uh, 29 degrees and uh, very cold. Wind chills are expected, and that's going to start uh, this afternoon, 5 p.m. through noon tomorrow. Okay. So, in other words, ice on the branches, wind blowing, branches fall, power goes out. It's almost like one, two, three. And, you know, I was thinking yesterday about, I, I, I came to, at home to a pretty chilly house. And I, sure. But I started the fire and it got nice and warm and toasty and mm-hmm. it felt so good. Uh, but we need to think about people who maybe don't have a warm and toasty home. Right. Think about older people in your life. Mm-hmm. Are their houses warm? Check on them. Um, check on them. Do they have wood heat? Mm-hmm. If they do, what does that wood look like? What does that chimney look like? Sure. Can they keep that wood going? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they able to stay warm? So check on your loved ones. And hopefully we've got some warming stations opened up yeah. in the area as well. Because we, we're going to need them, especially tonight. It's going to get very chilly tonight. Haven't seen really any stories. Maybe you have, you know, concerning any, you know, power outages or whatever. We had some over the weekend. Okay. But... But AEP was on it, and it didn't right. didn't last too long. Okay, um, they got they got it fixed up pretty quick. Um, but it's it's going to be frigid cold. Yeah, especially tonight. if you're experiencing some power, you know, you know brownouts or whatever. Be sure certainly to check on your neighbors because they're not going to be out. Hopefully, trying to shovel their their drives or whatever. There were you know a couple of situations where there was a house that you know caught on fire and. You know, like Janet said, you know, we we have to check our chimneys if we're if we're you know going to to do that wood stove kind of stuff and make sure that puppy's cleared. And I know it's not cheap, but it's it's a lot cheaper than the uh, yeah than the alternative. They opened so. some warming centers in in Lynchburg uh, earlier this month. I, I can only assume that hopefully Lynchburg will team up with the Salvation Army and do that right. again because uh, we certainly need to do that. Yeah. You got a story? No, I was just, I I was rooting around just to see if there was any power. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, school, uh, school's closed everywhere. So Danville you, police a, are investigating a burglary at uh, and are seeking the public's help with that. This is a burglary that started on Sunday morning. Uh, four individuals broke into Triangle Cycles that's mm. on Riverside Drives, stole five dirt bikes. Wow. Police said the suspects are described as three black males, one black female, uh, one wearing a black hoodie, black pants, black shoes, second suspect wearing green gloves, black, purple, and green hoodie, gray cargo pants, black and white converse, the third wearing a black hoodie, white gloves, gray pants, black shoes, female suspect wearing all black and red and black shoes, uh, all of them wearing masks. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Danville Police Department by their uh, calling 434-799-6510 um, or you can contact Crime Stoppers. So they're uh, looking for some help to figure that one out. That's a lot of money right there. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you. And those things aren't easy to offload. You know, there's going to be... Well, <laughs> de- de- depends. Well, if they were four-wheelers... <laughs> If they're selling they're in a already back, gone. If they're selling in a back alley or if yeah. they're trying to go somewhere else. Motorcycles this time of year are a little harder to move. If you've got a you know, little four-wheel drive, 
you know, whatever you call those ATVs, you guys have one. I mean, that would be a we hot, have a four and a Polaris, yeah, yeah. So those and are, use them quite yeah. a bit. Oh, you definitely use them, especially in this kind of weather. But it's just like okay, yeah. Um, scooting around on a two wheeler right now in this kind of weather, they probably warehoused them somewhere. Maybe the evil plan. But I'm hoping these folks have insurance. But that is, you know, that could be easily ten grand, depending on what size bikes they are, because uh, dirt bikes aren't cheap. There has been nothing's an, cheap. There's been an ethics complaint made. Mm-hmm. Um, the committee on financial disclosures in the judicial conference is reviewing a complaint against Supreme Court Justice Katanji uh, Brown Jackson. Right citing a failure to include her husband's income oh boy in her financial disclosures oh come on that's not like all the transgressions financial clarence, financial clarence thomas has had that's why they're trying to kick his sorry you know what out of there mm. come on a conservative policy group center for renewing america last month filed a complaint with the governing body of federal courts alleging that Jackson willfully failed to disclose required mm-hmm. information right. about her husband's malpractice consulting income for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot. Well, it do, but you know what? Come on. It's not like she didn't know what a woman is when she was asked to define <laughs> a woman. <laughs> that was her, right? Uh, we're hopeful that the judicial conference takes a long, hard look. At the ethics concerns, Justice Jackson ensures there's not a double standard for justices because they did make a big stink mm-hmm. about it. Right. Uh, the left has made a big stink, um, has made it a sport, really, and according to, to their words, to attack the character of conservative justices, but they turn a blank, blind eye to actual indiscretions okay. and appearances of corruption actively happening, they say. The letter noted that federal judges are legally required to disclose the source of items of earned income earned by a spouse from any person which exceed $1,000 except if the spouse is self-employed in a business or a profession. Only the nature of such business or profession need to be reported. Okay. Huh. Well, that's a small detail. Come on. But if. okay, so they disclosed the names of two legal malpractice consulting clients. Right. Who paid her husband more than a thousand dollars. I'm sorry, I'm losing my voice for 2011. Mm -hmm. In subsequent filings, Jackson repeatedly failed to disclose that her husband received income from medical malpractice consulting fees. But if he's a consultant, is he working for himself? I don't know. And if he is, is that applicable? It it possibly could. So we know she amended her disclosure form when she was nominated. Mm -hmm. That some of the previously filed reports inadvertently omitted her husband's income. Right. It says from consulting on medical malpractice case. That's that's what was said in the letter. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I did find some... I just want the rules to apply to everybody. That's all I'm no, saying. No, I, I get it. They just it. need to apply to everybody 
And wait a minute, Janet, she's black. Well, I'm sure that will, yeah. I mean, we heard from, you know, Fanny. So is uh, Clarence, though. Fanny, so. Fanny Willis, you know, who said that. That's the only reason they made those accusations. Yeah, they're coming out. She she did it from a church, too. Right. You know, not worried about lightning strikes, I guess. <laughs> it's well. just so ridiculous. And, yeah, well, Clarence Thomas is the wrong kind of black, though. He's a conservative. You can't have that. You can't have that. I, I do want to say, and, and we're very blessed in our listening area, I'm seeing one outage south of Roanoke. You know, maybe 15 miles. Yeah, we're in pretty good shape. Caused of a, you know, a tree contact. Yeah. That's the only, look at this map. That's the only place where there's an outage. It was like that yesterday, too. They got on it quickly. And they're just, you know, so pray for the folks at AEP and all of our VDOT people as they're out there taking care of business. I mean, I think we got up to a couple of thousand, but, but they made short work of it. Yeah. For the most part. So, and we have, you know, winds that are going to pick up later. That could all change. So you were talking about how... Um, you know, it's okay to be black unless, of course, you're conservative, and then that's not okay. Right. Um, <laughs> Representative Wesley Hunt, who is a Republican from Texas, mm-hmm. mixed it up with a, a heckler while he was campaigning for Trump in Iowa yeah. on Monday. The audience member <laughs> began shouting at him and accusing Trump of being racist. Right. Um. He posted on Twitter, tonight at the Timberline Caucus, I spoke on behalf of Trump, and an enraged man attempted to stop my speech. He shouted, Trump was racist. You know, the same tired trope we've heard over and over again. But on this day of all days, Martin Luther King Day, the people of Iowa, just like President Trump, judge me not by the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. The anti-Trump movement is in full-blown meltdown at this point. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. In the video of the exchange, an audience member can be heard interrupting Hunt and saying, how can a black man do this on Martin Luther King Day? Wow. wow. I mean, it is unbelievable what they will say. <laughs> sure, sure. How dare you have an independent thought? No. Can't have that. No. The man accused Hunt of degrading himself and turning his back on black people as he attempted to confront Hunt before being held back by members of the audience. I'd like to see this loser's face. Yeah. Um, The man who appeared to be African-American was eventually removed by the room by members of the crowd, sparking applause from the audience. Look, there are a lot of people who are not buying the lies Mm -hmm. of, of what's been told of Joe Biden saying, oh, you're not black if you don't vote for me. Right. And this man is one of them and who's fearless. He's like, whatever. I come from a district in Houston that is a majority white district. I won by 30 points. Hmm. Because on days like this, I realize I'm literally being judged not by the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. And then when he walks into rooms like this, he doesn't see race, color, or creed, mm-hmm. but fellow Americans until somebody like that, that of his mouth. own color right. starts that mess. Yeah interesting 866-916-3776 you're on the morning jam good morning good morning mark good morning janet hey. hi hey i heard you were on the lamb the last couple of days ah, there, mark. Ah. i was <laughs> literally <laughs> i was <laughs> hey a, a little driving a little driving hat now some of you may know this and some people may not 
when you get in icy conditions and you're coming down a hill or to a stop sign, mm-hmm. put your put your vehicle in neutral. Right. Because if you don't, you're stopping, but your drive is still turning. Yep, it you is. You don't notice it on drive payment, but on ice, they can literally push you through an intersection. Yep. Yeah, you got to disengage the drivetrain is what you're doing there. Yeah, exactly. Because it's so still going to churn. Either way. Absolutely. Are you uh, out? Are you out and about today? I am just coming into work. I my back road was a little uh, dicey, mm-hmm. but this main road here, four sixty, seems to be just a little damp, not wet but damp. And uh, right. So there's that. I had to to be the hero this morning for my wife and go down and take care of our chickens. Gotcha. I'm dressed. Warm. I'm dressed for the elements, and she she she's got to dress later to go out for a Bible study. So gotcha. uh, my just, my hubs went out and. Cleaned the truck off and started it up and had it all warm. Nice. I think we're kindred spirits there, Janet. Yeah, I think you are, too. Mm -hmm. I think you are, too. Thanks for calling this I appreciate the call. Be careful out there today. It's 819. We're going to go into break, come back out. And I've got an interesting update out of Chicago that you're going to find fascinating. Oh, uh, what what happened in Chicago while it was gone? You're going to love it. Okay. See what happens. You put it on your toast and on the radio at daybreak. The Morning Jam, 6 to 9 a.m. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. You can see it. It's electric. Oh, it's shocking. Hey, sing it with me. You can't guard the boogie. Chicago is having some issues as uh, Teslas are lining up with a bunch of dead cars because they've got a, a deep freeze going on there yeah. and the vehicles are not charging. They're not taking a charge. Mm-mm. Charging stations have basically turned into car graveyards, uh, pretty much, in Chicago. Uh, Tyler Beard, he's been trying to recharge his Tesla since Sunday. He's quoted as saying, nothing, no juice, still on 0%. Huh. Been out here three hours. Did three hours yesterday. Well, it makes sense now. Did you see the Hertz article? Hertz yeah. getting rid of its complete Tesla fleet. Going back to gas. <laughs> Oh, shocker. You can pick up a Tesla anywhere. It's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> right. You can pick up a Tesla right now between seventeen and $20,000 if you want to buy one just, from Hertz. Just don't drive it in the cold. Well, true. Um, Tesla charging stations all over the Chicago area having issues. Right. One Tesla owner said, this is crazy. It's a disaster. She said she finally gave up, abandoned her car, got a ride from a friend. We got a bunch of dead robots out here, one man said. Um, the uh, Kevin Sumrak told a local TV station he landed at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport, found his Tesla dead, mm-hmm. couldn't start it. Yeah. He was forced to hire a flatbed tow truck, right. which was gas-powered. Evil gas power. <laughs> to haul it to a working charging station, mm-hmm. only to be able not to charge it after he got it there. So it's the car itself. It can't, it's so cold it can't receive a charge, maybe. Right. 
Uh, one expert told the news outlet cold weather impacts the ability of electric vehicles enormously. Of course it does. Said it's not plug and go. You have to precondition the battery, meaning you have to get the battery up to an optimal temperature uh, to accept a fast charge. Okay. Not very easy with a car. Right. Sure. Sure. <laughs> so are like all the charging stations going to be in like warm, toasty? They're going to have to build giant Well, you have to drive down. to Florida to get a charge. To get a charge. Then head back. Oh, wait, you'll have to charge in between. So, by all means, let's make it mandatory for everybody to get... It's ridiculous. We've this is another example. Yeah, we've seen the stories. I mean, for crying out loud, people, I mean, you've got the governor vampire, I call him, in, in California, singing the praises, and literally within 48 hours, because of the heat in California... Right. Now, these are both extremes we're talking about. Right. The heat was so bad, people were running their AC. Try not to charge your cars right now. But it's it's crazy. It's the very, you know, they'll run ads going, oh, don't get rid of AM cars, or AM radios in cars, because, you know, if the grid goes down, and if you don't have, you know, thing, then you're going to need your AM radio, because right. you're not going to be able to have the internet. And you're like, well, you think if we don't have the internet, and we don't have these, uh, do you think for a second you're going to have electricity to charge your car? Well, and no because we're in radio if you don't have the internet the information is going to dry up mm-hmm. how do you think we get information now right yeah yeah it's scary stuff and and we and you you know we keep voting these mm. i know liz is and listening so i'm going to be careful you should these always dummies, be careful anyway we yes. keep putting these dummies in there well, I mean, this administration has done more oh, to to push us. this this right. excessive. Gra- Look, I'm fine with taking care of the planet. I want to be good stewards of the planet. I do too. I I we recycle, we save, we, we reuse, we wear it out, we use it, we fix it, and we use it until we can't use it anymore. Right. We don't live in a big lighter world. We make our own food. Yep. We don't buy prepackaged stuff. We, I, you know, I I get it. Mm-hmm. Doing my part here, folks. But this extremism that we have with this administration sure. is crazy. And this is another example. Well, you got it. idiots like AOC that's pushing this agenda. That think that, you know, grocery stores grow everything. Right. Oh, the word grow is in grocery store. Grow. Hello. The people don't know where their food comes from. They don't know where. I mean, right. it's crazy. And then when you've got, not to mention the fact you can't afford any of it. Yeah. Uh, former Biden aide, Simone Sanders, is basically saying, um, y'all need to stop talking about this Bidenomics thing. It's it is not working. Not working. Right. Nobody is, is picking up what you're laying down mm-hmm. here. You know when an MSNBC former Biden campaign Right, right. Because person, that's where they go when they decide to leave the administration. They got a back door they get in over right. there at MSNBC. They, they don't get the Bidenomics. You got to let it go. Right. You, you, you know, you better be. Of course, she also went on to say, um, they need to let Joe Biden get back to what he does best, and that's talking to the American people, oh, which just made oh, me laugh. I, I did not know. Did you know that was the best I, thing he I does? No, the best thing he does, huh? Sounds, I agree, Simone. I say we give him all the rope. Here's all the rope, Joe. Take all of it. By all means, share your thoughts with the American people. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Well, because I don't think that's going to end very well. You know, you talk about your Bidenomics, talk about your infrastructure, talk about your green initiative, talk about all that stuff, and then explain to the people in Chicago while they've got, you know, 
paperweights that weigh a bajillion pounds right. that won't get them to work right in the morning because they won't charge. Did you see that he he didn't uh, he didn't get like he got off the helicopter and didn't know what to do. He was turning around. Another instance of Jill. Mm-hmm. Thank God Jill was with him. Oh, to, to, to guide to him. To redirect him. Yeah. Well, redirect all I him. know is if you let him start talking to the American people more, right. you're really going to be in trouble. Yeah. I mean, with that he, he's one, already that's proven not gonna he, go doesn't, well. he doesn't know where he's going. Hey, Mr. President, what flavor ice cream? Those are the hard-hitting questions you get. Oh, this is him going up the stairs. It is radio. Yeah, that doesn't Here work. But all kidding aside, offered the hundred dollars to get vaccination. Have seen an uptick of twenty-five percent in daily vaccination rates. She's also dedicated to getting her customers and employers vaccinated, employees vaccinated. That when they leave the saloon, receptionist, the saloon, the salon. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know we had receptionist at the he, saloon. I think he just left the saloon. I need to go to the saloon. I imagine he was in a saloon or two back in the 1800s. Uh, My favorite thing is what he calls uh, the insurrection and erection. That's my favorite. Oh, did you see the... Oh, oh, you shouldn't have told me that. that Several Democrats have called it that. Have called it that. Oh, Oh, I know. That was my reference. Yeah, Yeah. well, what do they have on their mind? (laughs) It's not taking over the Capitol. We can't say anything. You can't say insurrection without saying erection, Mark. You can't say it. Insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. I just did. I know, but erection is in it every time. I'm giving it my best shot, Matt. I'm trying to. Uh, wind advisories, definitely going to have some of those uh, today in Roanoke and uh, Blacksburg Regional Airport. It's 32 degrees in the Hill City not too bad, uh, 30 degrees. And then on the south side, they've got some advisories going in uh, there as well. And uh, temperatures around 30 degrees there okay. as well. 34, actually, right now in Danville. All right. But chilly. So at least we can see where we're going when we're sliding now because, you know, sun, the sun has, or the daylight has come out. Maybe the sun is not. I don't know. But we did have an accident earlier today, this morning early, in Bedford County. Just be careful out there. Uh, we talked about the Senate Committee advancing skill games legislation. They're they're on it. Skill games, they're going to be back to stores and small businesses. It cleared the first hurdle Monday in the General Assembly. Well, some believe it's going to be back. Supporters of the gaming devices want the state to regulate and tax the machines, of course. Uh, they said uh, in, the legis- in the legislation... As they ran and crunched the numbers, it could bring in $200 million, and it will help small business survive during a challenging time. They'll survive, but the people spending their, you know, their Social Security checks and other things at the, uh, at the machines will lose. But that's okay. There has to be winners and losers. Despite the opposition from gambling opponents and representatives of other gaming interests, the committee advanced the bill 10 to 5. Next stop, the Senate Finance Committee, where they can figure out with their grubby little hands where they'll spend the money. If you need a warm place to stay out of the cold, several organizations are offering warming shelters in the area. City of Lynchburg Department of Human Services is partnering with the Salvation Army uh, to open overnight warming shelters. That will include uh, this afternoon, uh, starting at 4 p.m., 
through tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. and then uh, Wednesday 4 p.m. through Thursday uh, at 8 a.m. Um, the location of the warming center is the Salvation Army at 2215 Park Avenue. Uh, Franklin County, the warming shelter uh, of Franklin County is opening up nightly in January and February uh, with pickup spots at some places in the county. That's a good thing that they offer pickup places um, there. And you can go to their Facebook page and it will list some of those. Uh, Pulaski, the warming shelter in Pulaski is open uh, anytime temperatures are below 40 degrees. That's good. Um, guests can sign in at the location between 6 and 8 at Jefferson Avenue in downtown Pulaski. So, and if you know of any, you know, warming shelters in your area, maybe your church is doing one, please text us and let us know, 434-248-0704, so we can share that with other folks. And if you see somebody out in the cold and, you know, you can help get them to a warming shelter. I cannot imagine being, it was so cold last night. I can't imagine being stuck out. Very frigid, yeah. We pulled up our driveway barely because, you know, it's on a little bit of a hill. Black cat, I guess that was, had shelter underneath my, my car because it's like right there looking at my other cats through the glass like, can I come in? He double locked it. Can't. Sorry. Aww. But he jetted, you know, and I and I think, you know, I grew up. I mean, I remember, sad to say, growing up in Pennsylvania, I saw more than one frozen cat uh, just because they didn't have a place. So, um, so anyway. we uh, we were talking about being warm. And uh, Teresa says, you know, what's ignorant in building our house. We decided to use wood stove heat only. Mm-hmm. It heats the entire home. Right. In Campbell County. You have to have heat other than wood heat in order to get a certificate of occupancy. Really? When I told them we would have heating and cooking when the power is out, why do we need a backup? I was told that if the house ever sold, the new owner might not be able to start a fire. I am not kidding. Oh, wow. And we don't have a mortgage, so it's not a bank requirement either. Right, right. Wow. Isn't that silly? Oh, yeah. We it's gotta ridiculous. Put, put in one baseboard heat in the living room say that's where we'll stay, you know, when all the power is well, still I mean, on. Don't you, you have plug-in heater. If you right. have a plug-in heater, isn't that... Well, I know, but they may... You know? No, because it's portable. They they want something that's part of the house. Throw in a baseboard heat is what I would do just to, just to appease them. Okay. Sorry. I need a little Barry White music. Oh, boy. Democrats. Well, getting a little... Off color. If they believe Donald John Donald John Trump incited the erection, insurrection, uh, into inciting an erection, uh, insurrection, which he did. Well, I appreciate the passion from my friend across the aisle and the outrage. I think we're all outraged about many things. But if we're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or Mm -hmm. things that have never happened, let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Well, uh, uh, maybe that, too. There you go. Yeah, you could talk about that, too, I guess. Maybe we should talk about that, too. The president incited an insurrection. There it is. There it is. You got there. And those were all Democrats. You got there, girl. Not to say that a Republican wouldn't slip, or I could what, slip what for that. Very funny matters. I'm was running on fumes. The passion. Right, oh, the, the passion. This is passion. <laughs> and then he incited an erection. 
so there you go. Wow. Okay. These Democrats could be in the Cialis commercials, yes, Maybe no doubt. so, I don't so know. Anyway, anyway. That's just crazy. It is silly. Um, but, hey, at least they made us laugh because they're they're bleeding our pockets and bankrupting our grandkids' future as they sit up there in their little pompous seats. I've about had as much as I can take of this stuff. Yeah, I know. Earlier in the show, we were talking about that uh, uh, Natalia Grace documentary i've been watching on yeah. on discovery yeah. and now and this was the the girl they this is the girl we talked about on the show uh, they literally had her re-aged mm-hmm. she was eight years old they had right. her re-aged to 22 wow. and and the adoptive mother is a certified piece of work yeah no doubt and so I'd said, uh, I need to call Liz and I need to get her to watch right, it so, right. so I have somebody to talk this she through. She says, I'm on it like stink on poop. There you go. Well. <laughs> Something like that. No. First of all, she wouldn't say that. Right. That's the creme brulee talking. <laughs> okay. She might say white on rice. Maybe. Right, right. Uh, this is Liz Husby, uh, Hubby. Liz's hus- hubby, Mike. Okay. Boy, if you're requesting Liz to invoke her investigative talents, Discovery won't know what hit him. Uh-huh. Liz is professional grade. You better keep your nose clean, buddy. <laughs> That's all. That's all I have to say. Yeah. To you, Mike. Yeah. Keep your nose clean. Because we won't find you when yeah. it counts. So she's she's on it. She's mm-hmm. definitely on it now. Uh, Liz, a social worker too. Oh, so okay. She'll yeah. have she's seen a lot. Then. A very good Holy perspective cow. on this. Yeah, sure. She said the story makes me sick. Mm-hmm. Um, I had not been following. I didn't know she really is a child. Yes. She's right. not a 22-year-old. They went through, and she's 19 now. Okay, yeah. And that was back in 2016 that that they tried to re-age her into mm-hmm. an adult. Even yeah. cut her hair off, put makeup on, wow. tried to set her up with dates with grown men. Wow. Her mother did. Found that out in that Holy one, cow. too. Um, she said... Uh, it's so disgusting. Kids adopted from orphanages in East Europe have deep-seated trauma and negative behaviors because that's how that's how they justified a lot of this mm-hmm. was she was acting older than she was and and that's how she would that's those are the things that she would point to. Mm-hmm. Well, those kids have to grow up fast. They don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. They're never allowed to be kids. Sure. But you really didn't allow her to be a kid. Um, and I said, how is it possible to convince people that she was an adult? It, I can't really wrap my head around that. Right. She said, it's like how Gypsy Rose's mom convinced people she had cancer and all sorts of other medical issues. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, that woman did a number and she fooled not just one or two doctors she fooled dozens and dozens right of doctors with that story there's an update on that story as well yeah uh gypsy rose is out on probation oh really now mm-hmm. here yeah, hang, sure on. Is. hang on hang on a second hello what are you what are you doing hello you taking a phone call in the middle of our show it's, well they're not answering hello hmm all right I think it was a fake call. So you I, should see what my I was talking to Mike, and I calls. said uh, when he was talking about how professional she is, I said, "Ha ha, we have many debates." He said, "If you ever win one, please let me know what that feels like." <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Oh, Mike, you're officially <laughs> invited to dinner and a murder. All right, <laughs> wow. we gotta go. We gotta go to break. We'll be back. <laughs> I'm having. I'm. 
I'm mm. hosting a dinner party. No, no. Dinner I, I, and a murder. It, it, it's happening. Seek your places now, folks. I, it's happening. If I get enough interest, maybe I'll do like a giant one. Text JAM to 434-248-0704 or text dinner and a murder. And I'll get you on the list for that. This is CNN. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. Common Sense Talk Radio. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Yes, sirree, Bob. There we are. Bob was calling in earlier. Bob, Bob was. Trucker Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, Trucker Jimmy was supposed to come from Roanoke So today did somebody call me off the air? Us. Or like while we were on the air? Or was that for somebody else? No, this was my, somebody, I think it was a scam. Ah. Calling my phone. Gotcha. Sean Hannity did it once. I just want to do it once. Hello? Yeah, we're live on the radio right now. Yeah. What you got? Yeah, stop calling me. Take me off your list. So you missed yesterday when we were talking about the article out of the Miami newspaper talking about the five most dangerous places in Lynchburg. Why? A, a, did you hear us talking about you that? You know what? I We were getting ready to leave, and I mm. heard a little bit of that. It, it has to be. Why? First of all, why are they writing the article? Right. And, and then in the article, it said that Daniels Hill was by the airport. And I was like, okay, that kind of like takes away any legitimacy that maybe you right. might would have had. Because no, I don't think so. Jeez. Yeah, you, that was that was funny. That was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> all right. So, you know, on the show, we always talk about it's never too late or it's never too early to, to start, you know, chasing your dreams and doing the stuff that you want to do. Okay. and. And all of that, it, it's just it's just not. I started um, here at age 62, there getting you go. ready to pull in my uh, early retirement. <laughs> and I got the chance to work with the great Janet Rose. Huh. that's you know. sweet. I don't have any more creme brulee, but it's still nice <laughs> of you to say. A Tennessee man became the oldest person to paddle the length of the Mississippi. Oh, my gosh, no. Yep. That's huge. An 87-day journey. Mercy. at the age of 87 oh now that's even more amazing how cool is that wow dale sanders they call mm-hmm. him Greybeard. Greybeard. he departed from uh lake it it itaska itaska minnesota itaka maybe i don't know i-t-a-s-c-a mm. i don't know on his 87th birthday he arrived in louisiana 87 days later okay earning the Guinness World Record at the age of 87 years and 87 days. Wow. He uh, traversed the river in a 15-foot, 6-inch canoe. He first paddled the length of the Mississippi at the age of 80 in the summer of 2025. Can you imagine how hot that was? This guy is quite amazing. Mm -hmm. Could not turn down the opportunity to reclaim my personal 
record and uh, and get a new one, he mm-hmm. said. Wow. Now, I wonder if if anybody went with him. I mean, did he have people traveling with him? I guess he had to have for it to be a Guinness yeah. record. They had to have people yeah, yeah, documenting, documenting it, it. And making sure you do the right thing. Well, that I don't feel quite as unsafe then because hmm. it feels like a very unsafe like if that was my dad i would be like excuse you sir <laughs> even though one of my things that i would always tell my sister because she would just be she was just the, like the frantic mama bird right she was just always fluttering around sure he's up in the garden <laughs> and and i would be like girl if if he goes in the garden he goes on his own terms right right I mean, if Daddy went under a, a if he had, had gone working on a truck, mm-hmm. laying down under a truck working on it, oh my God, it would have been so much better ending mm-hmm. for him than the one he was than the one he was given. Sure, um, because he went out doing you know what, doing he, what loves. he loves. Yeah. So I've definitely in that camp. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure we got to edit. Can we edit that other part out where I was doing her like a chicken? She's not gonna like that. No, I. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> wow wait Even a minute i've done that wait before that qualifies as a morning jam twin spin <laughs> double clucking it that's how we're doing it <laughs> well it's hey double clutch you yeah, know okay, i mean we, double we could, clock what's the difference there was a little nod to all my trucker friends that's out there right uh an australian woman <laughs> Uh, has received a title that nobody ever wants. I'm pretty sure right. her um, her bandicoot ravaged yard was dubbed the winner of the world's first ugliest lawn competition. <laughs> wow! <laughs> At some point, what point do you just give up and yeah, go? Sure. You know what? I'm really not going to fight it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Murray oh, of Tasmania. Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Wow. There was a devil there, wasn't there? Was, there was. From Looney Tunes. And apparently he's been wrecking havoc in her yard. Right. Um, so she was named the winner of the contest. It was organized by the town of Gotland, Sweden. Uh, started the contest two years ago to encourage locals to conserve water right. amid a near disastrous drought in the town. Mm-hmm. This year, the contest went global Right. in the U.S., Canada, Britain, Germany, France, uh, and Croatia. Competing mm-hmm. for the unesthetic honors. Right. Murray's lawn features sparse passi- pass- patches of yellow grass, shriveled plants, and dried divots called by <laughs> the local bandicoots. What? Apparently, <laughs> apparently, they love. Look that up. These please. are all new words for me. What, I'm sorry. What a bandicoot looks like. That's B A I C O O T S. B A N D I. D I. Coots. Bandicoots. They love digging. That's how they find their food. Okay. She said, now my backyard well, looks like a real-life Hungry Hungry Hippo game. Right. There's your back. It looked like a modified aardvark uh, rat. They're little tiny, little Look teeny teeny. Nose. Looks like a baby aardvark. I want one. Yeah, no, I don't, because then they'll mess up my front yard. Well, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So now, she said, I used to think bandicoots were wildlife of mass destruction invading my lawn, but now they've liberated me from ever having oh, to mow it again. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Uh, Gotland, which ran out of, nearly ran out of water during the summer three years ago, said the competition and other measures have right. reduced water consumption by 5%. Okay. You know, you do get to a point where you'd like give up. I, I, I sent, not just with the lawn. I don't have to keep up with the lawn. I did send this to one of my friends, though. 
says there are two levels of clean in my house. Mm-hmm. One is not clean. <laughs> okay. Number two is it's better than it was. <laughs> I got gotcha. Actually, that's not true. After I, I started feeling better, I was able to get, I got the rest of my Christmas stuff up and I was able to get my house all cleaned and good to go. But it, it took me a while to get my Christmas stuff up this year. I was late. Yeah. Very late. But, yeah, now it's better. <sighs> okay. I'm having trouble with my... I can't find which one of these pages I open. And the Tasmanian devil is wreaking havoc on Oh, you're, havoc still, on me. you're still back at the Tasmanian devil? Well, no, I devil. wanted to get... I mean, you brought up the Tasmanian devil, and you I had, wanted... You want the... Is that what you're looking for? Oh, I think that was him. No, there he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. Hold on. Let me see if it's loud enough. That's that's what he sounds like. No, he's like a dog. Okay, here we go. Battery will get you nowhere. <laughs> oh, he sucked up all the water, too. Going after Daffy. Yep. <laughs> I miss Looney Tunes. I do, too. I miss that it so much. so politically incorrect now, though. Well, you know what they've started doing? And this is this is crazy for me. Um, I love old movies. Right. And they have a lot of Cary Grant movies right now on uh, BBC mm-hmm. because they're doing the Archie miniseries, which is based on Cary Grant. Yeah. And so they have movies like Houseboat and The Grass is Always Greener and A, a Fair to Remember. Mm-hmm. It's just some mm-hmm. of his classics. On Touch of Mink. Yeah. Which was a like a romantic comedy, which you did a lot of in the late 50s, early 60s. There is a warning with the movie. And it says, yeah, uh, you know, caution. This movie reflects the the uh, culture of the time sure. and may be found offensive by some people. R- really? Seriously, right. the crap you've got that you're playing oh, in I movies, I know the disgusting the things that you're showing, and you're going to put a cautionary label on Touch of Mink with Doris Day. Yeah, yeah. Well, she was a radical. <laughs> Is she still alive? I'm trying to remember. No, she did pass. Sadly, okay. no. She, she lived a pretty long time. Uh, but Big uh, animal are there advocate. any movies any squeakier clean? Than Doris Day movies. Hey. I don't think so. I mean, and the thing that I thought was interesting in 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 uh, The Grass is Always Greener, which is Cary Grant, mm-hmm. um, he and his wife own this palace that people go through in, in Europe. Uh, and Robert Mitchum and his wife, or something like that, comes in. But I mean, they're, they're dating each other's wives, and there's all this crazy stuff. Do you think there is a, a cautionary no. on that one? No. No, because that's... But, that's boy, just, let's slap that right across Doris Day's rear end. That's... Uh, whatever. Housewives of, you know, L.A. or whatever these shows are. I had no idea it was so controversial. <laughs> but apparently it is. Hey, Where have a great day. Be, be safe out there. Make today awesome, Janet. I'm glad you made it here in one piece. Try to oh, get yeah. home that same way. No problem. We'll see you tomorrow.